Hey, this is Stuart Frona for some breaking news. Right before we start the podcast today, uh, Russia has decided to put troops into breakaway regions into Ukraine. This is as of Tuesday, February, um, whatever day it is, Tuesday, February something, like 22nd maybe. Uh, anyways, so that's kind of an issue. The rest of this podcast was recorded earlier, so that information is slightly outdated. Thanks and enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Stuart Frona, and welcome to episode 6 of the Union Report podcast. I'm here with Kabir, Cole, Isaac, and Narav here. And once again, we're going to be talking about Ukraine today. Uh, maybe the Canadian trucker protest if we get to that. Sorry for such a long gap between episodes. I've been busy. So, basically, to start this off, I drew a, a very, very swell map of Europe on the board. Basically, right, we have Russia, which borders Belarus and Ukraine. Poland's up there, too. And then, like, uh, west of that is, is NATO countries, right? So, Russia and Belarus, they're, they're pretty tight, right? Uh, Russia actually has some troops in Belarus right now. And all around the Ukrainian border, Russia has troops. And um, there's lots of pro-Russia insurgents, especially in eastern Ukraine, and it all seems to be gearing towards an invasion, though, you know, Russia's denied it and a lot of people have denied it. There's really no reason to amass a bunch of troops on a border and keep them there and continue to escalate things if you're not planning to invade. Furthermore, Russia has previously stated they want their um, former Soviet Union countries back, uh, obviously starting with Ukraine, it would appear. And so, uh, I mean, we talked about this a while ago. We thought, honestly, a war could happen, could not. It was pretty iffy back then. This was right in the beginning. But now, I mean, things haven't really de-escalated at all. So what do you guys think is going on here? Bro, you put on your story that it's going to happen two days ago? I'm a little disappointed, sir. That is what I saw. I was wrong. No, there was um, a big, they like, fine was like, yeah, you were going to invade them. It, I mean, Ukraine I literally stated them. that they heard that they were going to invade them. We need them. a clear drop date, all right? Yeah. Uh, there is no clear drop date as of yet. Some people were saying it was going to happen this week. It's Friday and nothing's happened yet. But, you know, you never know. Um, but do you guys think that invasion is imminent? Hey. Yeah. Uh, According to Biden, Biden says that it's going to happen in the next several days. Okay, Biden doesn't know what the fuck yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He doesn't actually know where he is. Uh, Even the Ukrainian um, government doesn't really seem to know what's going on. Their prime minister stated that they were going to be invaded this week. And then he later said, oh, I actually heard this from our own media, not from, like, inside the government. So <laughs> it seems that no one actually knows what's going on inside Ukraine. So basically, we've threatened Russia with, like, really high idiots. sanctions if they invade Ukraine, right? Oh, I think yeah. they're going to get more than sanctions. Yeah, yeah, Russia's uh, obviously. But then Putin- NATO's promised a military response. Uh... We've already put, NATO's put 250 Abrams tanks in Poland, where the U.S. has been deploying troops from Fox News. Um, So the U.S. has troops and tanks there. NATO is fully ready to provide a military response to any invasion. Uh, Yeah, so I I feel like it's definitely going to be some sort of conflict at some point soon. Do you got, here, what was it? if this does ex- escalate, and it most likely will, what do you think this will, how do you think this will affect, like, the whole entire world? Well, uh, I mean, going off just what I said last time and what I believe in general, Russia and China right now are getting pretty tight. Russia clearly wants a lot more land, and there's no reason for them to stop with just Ukraine. Maybe for a brief period of time, but... Uh, if if there's a military response and Russia continues to push in anyways, they're just going to go all the way. If NATO backs down from their military response, which is unlikely, 
I think they'll wait a little bit before they would invade any other countries, uh, much like World War II. You know, history repeats itself. And again, if Russia is doing a bunch of shit in Europe, uh, I don't see any reason for countries like China and India not to think that they can expand as well, which will just lead to an entire world conflict. Next world war. Do you think uh, nukes will be banned from this conflict? or is There's no, no way to ban use? nuclear weapons. <laughs> it's true. just kind of an ingredient. The world kind of, okay, most of the world, excluding countries like North Korea, kind of have a sad, unsaid agreement that you're not going to send a nuke. Because if one country sends a nuclear bomb, other countries are going to do it. Pretty much every major country in the world has a nuclear arsenal. So if one country fires a nuke, it's over for all of us and everyone's fucked. So I don't think anyone wants that because unless... The only way I could see it happening is if one country is in danger of losing everything. I'm saying either Russia, China, or the U.S. Like, they're in complete danger of just collapse. I could see them just fucking the world over as a latch-dis effort because politicians are full of shit. But as for an actual just war tactic, I don't think they're going to be used. Yeah, I think it's like an unwritten agreement that if you fire nukes, no one wins. Yeah. If the whole point of the war is to, like, better your country, you're kind of just screwing your country. Yeah, the only reason nukes were able to be used in World War II is just the U.S. is the only one who had them. If Japan had nukes, the U.S. would have not nuked Japan, you yeah. know? Yeah. Or we just nuke their nukes, it, and then... Yeah, but why don't Why don't we just nuke the Do you nukes? know how many missile silos there are around the world and nuclear submarines? We have more. That Let's has, nuke more it's missile it's, silos. It's it, it doesn't matter, it's though. Easy to defend it's a capability it's to easy, cause even more damage if we nuke their nukes. You can launch a nuke out of a submarine, guys. Yeah, so then why do we even care? We guys, you can nuke out of the sky. You can, yeah, but not everywhere can you do that. Yeah, not every country has What if they aim for Wyoming? We don't have anything. Man. Yeah, we don't got to play. Russia <laughs> could put in, Russia could have a nuclear submarine like then fairly again. close to U.S. waters, and like we wouldn't know. Like, you know, oh, I know. So I don't. Sonar. I don't think. Come on, man. Yeah, I'm but if they're far enough away you know, or oh. deep enough, but I don't see nuclear weapons happening. I do think this could start World War Three. I don't. Um, think so. I think the biggest thing in this war is going to be deception. It's going to be a yeah. lot of like. Because I think Russia, if we get like really involved in this war, there's going to be a lot of um, the U.S. will stick its nose. It's it's gonna. There's a lot of tension right now. Like, I think. Then some... do you think like because there's a lot of tension in America right now. Yeah. That can very well be used against us. That um, I think if there's a war, there's not going to be a war. I think. Well, if there is, I think a lot of that tension is going to disappear for a little bit. Um, there will be some people who are against the war. And, like, I'll be against the war, but, like, if we're already in it, pulling out is going to be Hard. very difficult. Yeah. We're not – the U.S. does so, not pull out of wars unless they are losing, like, in Vietnam. But, like, in the um, beginning, they don't just pull out. So is it, do you think there's going to be, like, this sort of twilight zone in the beginning of the – if the world war does happen? What do you mean by that? Like, uh – Thing, there's sort of this uneasiness where no one entirely knows what exactly is going on. And that like, would only happen for about a day. Although, one thing I think we could see with a war in the modern age that we haven't seen, because we haven't had a war against a major country since, like, the Cold War, which wasn't even an actual war. But we could see Russia or China just straight up hack the U.S. power grid and just shut it down. You know how much that would fuck us over? Hacking is going to be really important in this war. Cybersecurity is going to need to be ramped up. 
I mean, like, I don't no, know exactly how the power grid works. Uh, my economics professor just told me how it's one of the most complicated things right, well, how, mankind ever created. But from, if you can our, hack that and shut it down remotely, you're from fucked. From our resident programmer, how easy is that? It's probably not going to happen. Probably not going to happen. Probably not going to happen. Would you expect to see cyber attacks? Cyber attacks, yeah. I mean, sure but the thing is, there is like, well. like yeah. in the beginning where hacking was common, it's because a lot of it was a hardware limitation. Like, okay, DDoSing, right? Yeah. That doesn't really happen anymore. The reason yeah. is because you have giant companies like Cloudflare who do uh, DDoS protection. They'll just, you know, okay, they'll just well, route that tell all. Tell that to Ubisoft. Um, <laughs> well, you can't. It's yeah. They don't have. I guess they don't have the DDoS protection. Ubisoft but, is ass. Like the thing, the point is that a lot of our like limitations now, our software is better. Our encryption has more bits. I mean, there's it's harder and harder to break. And even if our hardware is getting better and better and better, um, encryption gets better and better and better. Security gets better and better and better. Yeah, but and as legacy software gets retired and newer, more secure software gets implemented, like if it gets hacked. There's going to be so many companies jumping on the opportunity to just replace that. That's fast. true, but at the same time, the the Colonel Pipeline, or the, I don't know how to pronounce that properly, but that was hacked just in May, and that like fucked over a bunch of the U.S. just from a group of hackers who wanted some ransom money. Like, oh, I remember that. Like, like if that can well, happen from a random group of people who are trying to hold things for ransom, imagine what. An I guess Russian I'd like to look at exactly what they found, but there are vulnerabilities. They just shut down the pipeline. Well, I, I want to know exactly what they like looked at and they, they found that... There is there. actually an article about that on the Union Report, which you can go check out. So, anyone wants to go to that, link is in the Union Report official Instagram. Of course. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for more like technical oh. details of it, but I mean, it's just like... I think, yes, yeah, Cyber Warfare is going to be big, but you got to get somebody... Like, you can't just like, you know, from your home... Oh, yeah, but I'm there's saying like, the government. There's a lot of a lot in hacking nowadays is like um, like social engineering really. Getting people to give you little bits of information just so you can use that against them. And that's like that's, it's isn't you, that or, just like blackmail but online. Well no, it's not that's not blackmail. They, oh, you could true. get them to just like give you um, you could like you know, you can go in person and try to like pretend like you're somebody else pretend like you you yeah. work there right at the company and you could like get some information on how like their system works or like i don't know that that kind of stuff where that's not necessarily blackmail but that is True. like um a way that's like social engineering you're trying to get yourself into their system without them knowing uh do you would you expect to see some people get drafted to a more a cyber security phase yes. rather than actual armed forces um it's com- it, that's it, actually complicated it depends on how much brains the, those people have like uh you could pick up a teenager yeah. and throw him into a battle but you can't pick well, up any other teenager and, throw them and the, the also yeah. the yeah. thing about the like drafting, thing about drafting is that like it's you're just kind of being thrown into it and you're not yeah. really being paid a whole lot i guess you kind of have like you you have a benefit pretty sure after like if if we go to war How? and a bunch of people get drafted you you can like go to college for free I'm pretty yeah sure yes you can what if yeah well, okay, okay, yeah. It's not worth it. But, 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 but my point is saying that. No, is that, but you, you um, can't escape That's sort of like your payments. Right? Yeah. Drafting for a position like that, that's like a high-paying position. Unless you have I don't know if the yeah. government, I don't even, you can like, up. my personal ideals on that is that it's not a very, like, like, that's a very skilled profession. Yeah. You should just get paid for that. That's not something you really get drafted yeah. for. 
You just need manpower? Yeah, you draft. You oh, yeah, like I said, you can't just pick up a random dude and throw him to cyber force. They're not yeah. going to know. If I get doing. drafted, I'm going to try cutting some deals. Be like, okay, what if I worked for you in another way? <laughs> you could probably do that. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> my, strategy, my strategy for the draft is like when they come like check you out and be like, I'm asthmatic. Yeah, my left exactly. knee doesn't. My left knee doesn't work. I'm colorblind for all the colors. Like, <laughs> exactly. I can't see. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm just gonna I'm move down to Costa Rica. They got yeah. some real nice real estate prices gonna, down there. I'm gonna move. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also Indian, so yeah. That's true. Um, if India uh, starts invading, you, you guys might be seeing a lot by the government. Did in World War Two sent the Japanese concentration camps. Hey, don't worry. You know, yikes. They I'm were, moving away. Though. They weren't as bad Zoinks. as the German concentration <laughs> camps, but nevertheless, how, Japanese were rounded up in World War Two. How bad? No, trust dude, me, India's, India's not invading. Guys, I have yeah. a secret, not like that. I have the secret um, door that enters my attic. If you guys want to come up, with <laughs> oh. I'll protect Facts, you guys. Dude, I'll show you You could perhaps hide under my floorboards. No, I'd rather take an attic. Yeah, I'd rather take an attic. <laughs> I don't think you have floorboards. Like, I've been to your house. <laughs> well, um, I do have an attic. A lot of us. There might be rats in there. I don't know. But he has a meth lab, and there's no rats in there. <laughs> that's, a, that's a joke. Not, 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 not For legal reasons, we're joking. Obviously, yes. <laughs> um, anyhow, uh, we're, that's about all the time we have for this segment. Uh, I'm gonna try to get another one later tonight. If not, this is gonna be a shorter episode. Thanks for tuning in, and hope you guys have a good night. Hi, this is Stuart Frona. Just for a quick segment here, an update on Russia as of Monday, February 21st. Uh, several major news outlets have reported that it seems Russia has a hit list of Ukrainians that they want to deal with after they invade Ukraine, uh, which includes sending some people to uh, camps after after a potential war and just killing others. Uh, I found that to be quite suspicious. You know, the, the World War II narrative is just kind of lining up real well here. You know, putting the people in camps invading your lost territory i don't know man seems kind of sus uh anyone want to contribute to this or i mean i don't see it escalating to to eat like a world war well i mean if i'm not i'm not talking about that right now i'm just talking russia has a hit list yeah. of people in that ukraine that seems i feel like a bit much like uh if they're truly planning on invading shouldn't they like just do it all of a sudden to get the surprise and I'm just thinking strategically. I don't know, but I just it, find it... I mean, I it's not like Ukraine can really defend against it's true. Russia. They, yeah. they, they're going to need the help of NATO if they want anything. My, my, my thing is just like, Russia wanted their land back, right? So they're, they're going to put their foot in that circle, the, the, you know, the, the invading circle. Ukraine's in there. The Ukraine clearly doesn't want this to happen. They're going to play victim because they are the victim in the situation. They're going to yell for NATO's help. NATO's going to put their rink foot in the circle, you know, basically taunting Russia like, hey, do what you won't. I will, I will respond. You won't do it. No balls. I will touch you. I will. Yeah, exactly. Now, nothing. here's the thing. Russia has two options here. They can invade and get fucked over by NATO <laughs> as well. And we're going to get fucked. Everyone's going to get fucked over. It's, it's a lose-lose situation for everyone. Or... They could back out, but then looked at they're gonna look at like, hey, you you you're you're bad, bro. You said you're gonna invade, you didn't because you're scared. You're bad. So like, Russia's just well, they they've been at the Ukrainian border for quite some time now, and they haven't backed down. So yeah, yeah, I don't th- think they will. I don't. I, here, my my thing is, I think it's just gonna fade away. I think they're just gonna drop it, maybe pick it up later. Hopefully, that's the best case scenario. I, I mean, worst case scenario, they actually invade Ukraine. You know, NATO sends some forces. Russia backs out. Um, 
I think that's how it no, ends. No, worst case is Russia keeps going, bro. Yeah, no, no, yeah, I don't, I don't think that's gonna. I don't, I don't see yeah. people actually ending up in that like camps and war. Yeah, I, don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't think we're gonna let that happen. Yeah, exactly. That's think, not. We're not just gonna sit by getting, and I mean, let that happen. I don't think we're getting that far. Well, Russia wants to do that. So. No, even the fact that they want to do it is just kind of sus. Even I mean, if like I bet, I bet we have a hit list or something. I mean, it's not made public, but I'm pretty sure everyone we have has their most. Wanted. Yeah, everyone yeah, has. But the CIA uh, having a hit list is different than just like the government, because you know the CIA does whatever it wants and just has essentially no oversight. So the CIA as I mean, CIA what? probably has a hit list of people within the U.S. How do you government. get into the CIA? Because that yeah. sounds like a fun job. Uh, I mean, if you like. I don't know. I, I, I firmly believe that the CIA killed JFK, um, to be honest. Bruh. Like, I, I would not doubt it. I think, um, I think, what car was he driving? I don't, I don't know. It was some convertible. I think it might have been Ford or GM. I think they killed him. All right, well, this is just a quick breaking news segment. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Hi, this is Stuart Frona here with the Union Report podcast, uh, coming in live today from Monday, February 21st. This is recorded on a different day from the last segment, but um, yeah, so on this segment, we're finally getting around to talking about the uh, Freedom Convoy over in the failed state that is Canada, and um, I guess I'll just give a brief overview first, because not many people here seem to know what's going on. I'm here with Isaac, Kabir, and Narav. And um, basically, a while back, uh, Canadian government mandated that any truckers crossing the U.S.-Canada border had to get vaccinated or have tests and quarantined every time they crossed it, which is essentially just making your time worth nothing because, you know, two-week quarantine. But anyways... Wait, repeat that? Uh, there was a vax mandate that was put in place that any truckers that were crossing the U.S.-Canada border either had to get vaccinated or had to be put in a two-week quarantine every time they crossed the border. I mean, it, it's like that for normal people. It's been like that for, like, ever. Yeah, but truckers weren't, didn't have to do that, and, they um... Ask, don't care, plus, <laughs> <laughs> you're white. Uh, that's cool, Narav. Um, <laughs> anyways... Uh, basically, so these truckers got mad about this, and they decided to form a little protest with truckers and just other people who were against the what they viewed as overstepping government bounds in Canada. Um, it started in the province of Ottawa, and they were blocking a lot of highways, including roads that connected the U.S. to Canada. Um, and they were stationed in the capital, disrupting trade and traffic, and they've been there for 24 days now. And um, they've been uh, pretty much entirely peaceful. Uh, some of them are, have been, like, you know, annoying or just somewhat have been harassing. Uh, at one point, it was stated that uh, at, like, a homeless shelter, they were demanding free food. Some of them were. But in general, they've been peaceful. They've just been blocking traffic and stuff. Uh, yeah, the government has refused to really consider any of the demands that the trucker made to so just not mandate that they do things like get vaccinated. Uh, government has not stepped down. Trudeau, Trudeau wasn't even in the capital for, I don't know if he's back yet, but he was gone for at least when the truckers arrived, um, which some he said was due to uh, COVID. So if that's true, then it's legit. But otherwise, a lot of people viewed it as him kind of fleeing his position when there was a protest in his capital. And then there was this whole thing where, so they had a GoFundMe, right? And lots of people donated to it because a lot of people support it across the U.S. and Canada. Uh, that was frozen 
for really no reason because it's not like they're committing violent acts or anything. Uh, and so they used another uh, platform. I forget the name of it. Uh, do you know the alternative to GoFundMe? No, well, they used a different one. But essentially now um, people who donated to it or people involved in it are having their bank accounts targeted and just entirely shut down, which is kind of an overstep, you know, if you think about it. This is a peaceful protest, and they're targeting people's banks, bank accounts, which really shouldn't even be legal, in my opinion, to shut down someone's bank account because they're at a protest. But, you know, so there's that. And um, then there's the fact that uh, so police have started cracking down on these protests. They're arresting protesters. And in fact, their mounted police actually trampled uh, a person to death and killed one of the protesters very recently. Uh, 191 protesters have been arrested as of today, which is, um, you know, an insane number, especially since they're not rioting. And when you look at the Black Lives Matter protests that went on, you know, uh, was that 2020? I, a lot of damage was done to property. People, you know, were hurt in a lot of those. And no one ever said anything. No bank accounts are frozen there. No GoFundMe's were suspended. But as soon as a right-wing group started doing this, um, they were targeted by the government. And um, just a side note on their uh, Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau. He has praised Canada and said that the country he looks up to most is China. So, kind of sus. <laughs> Dog. I don't. This is. I, I like their work ethic. Canada's and China. What work ethic? China's work ethic. That's facts, bro. Honestly. Well, I mean, yeah, when you're threatened to be like beat if you don't do well, I guess that would incentivize you to do well. If we were in China right now, we'd probably be making like iPhones and some sweatshops. So, probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Canada's in shambles, bro. Canada's yeah, so shambles. what's your opinion on the government doing all this to these protesters? I mean, obviously it's not. As you said, it should. It really shouldn't be legal. I'm not sure how it exactly is because because they're how disrupting they... trade in in the capital. You know. And why are like more people not reacting to it? It seems like a big deal. Uh, like, because they're protesting against vaccination mandates. You kind of need your bank account to survive. Yeah. You do. If you, if you can't pay rent, you can't. You can't buy food. But uh, the reason can't... there's not really a large public outcry is because. Um, it's been, you know, taught to the public that you can't question anything about the vaccine. Whether They're not even arguing that it doesn't work. They're just arguing the government shouldn't be able to tell them to get it, you know? But yeah. uh, we've been through a lot of social conditioning recently where if anyone questions it, they're automatically spreading min- misinformation. They're right-wing extremists, you know? When in general, they're just trying to say that the I government mean- shouldn't be able to tell them what to do. And in response to this... The government arrested them and froze their bank accounts and killed a person. So yeah, like when I went to Canada over Christmas Christmas break, like you need a vaccine to do anything. You just have to like like if you want to watch a movie vaccine, you want to like eat like McDonald's vaccine, like they require that kind of stuff. Like way more than you think in the U.S. You like you might think, oh, I need the vaccine to do anything in the U.S. Nah, bro, you have freedom here. You can't do shit in Canada without a vaccine. (laughs) Yeah, and that's ridiculous considering like. Uh, the whole COVID isn't even some super dangerous disease, you know. Like, it was kind of like a culture shock. Like, bro, you can't watch a movie without the vaccine. Like, I'm like, whoa. Like, it tar- it killed a lot of people, but, like, comparatively, like, 
you don't see you need a vaccine mandate for smallpox or polio I mean, to walk into a McDonald's anywhere. I mean, those, those are far more, more less, dangerous. Those have been more or less eradicated. That's true, that. but yeah. still. Kansas on walking with polio is like, bro. Exactly. But, that, but you still don't need a mandate to get it. And I mean, I agree. Or, with, I'm I sorry. Agree. Uh, a uh, vax pass to get into a McDonald's for like a disease like that. It's like, why is it specifically this one? And why does the government think that I'm it can fine, just tell people? I'm fine things? with the government saying, like, you need to have a vaccine to do certain things. Like, yeah, and so it should be up to the private very, business as well. Like, hey, if, if you want to step into my establishment and give me a business, I need you to have a vaccine because I don't want the spreading. But they can't be mad at you for questioning. Because at the end of the day, it's going into your body. You know, it's being injected into your body. And if you're not allowed to question something that's going into your body, that's just wrong. You can, and you yeah. have every right to question it. You have every right to ask, you know, well, what's this really doing? Even if, you it? know, it, even if the reason they're doing it is completely illogical, you should still have the freedom to be illogical, you know? Exactly. It can, it's going into your body. You have the right to ask, like, what's in this? What's it going to do to me? What? And it's only been out for, like, a year at this point. Like, usually they do lots of studies on long-term effects. They do – they have, you know, human trials beforehand. Well, it's kind of rushed because – Yeah, and it, it makes sense that it was rushed. But it's like the fact that all of these measures of you you have to get are being put in place when not a whole lot of testing has been done. And I'm not, I'm not questioning the integrity of the vaccine at all. I'm just saying that people have these, you know, somewhat valid reasons as to why they would question you, it. You have the right to not get it. Like, I don't, yeah, really, I don't you, really care if you Everyone should it. have the right to not get it because it's your body at the end of the day. You don't have to put it – and I get the whole – some penalties, like you can't step into like an AMC and watch a movie. You can't yeah. go to McDonald's. Yeah. Sure. But freezing someone's bank account? That's a different that's story. A and like they story. require a vaccine now to go to like a grocery store, I think. That might be in Austria. It's either Austria or Canada. But like to go to a grocery store, you need – like to buy food, you need to have been vaccinated, which is essentially telling you that you need – like they say, oh, you don't have to get it. But when you cannot buy food, you have to get it or you're going to die, you know? So – I mean, and, yeah. and you know, uh, the can the Canadians just don't really care about what's happening. You know, they're like, oh, we can arrest the protesters because they're disrupting the stuff. Like, you know, it's a peaceful protest, and they arrested one hundred ninety people. Arrest is one thing. I mean, yeah, you even that. Arrest, but why, for the people you're not arresting, why are you shutting down their bank account? Like, honestly. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know. I haven't read Canada's constitution, it, but like, do the, they not what, have what the is, right to what protest? Is the, what is the actual point in shutting down someone's bank account, though? Just, essentially, like, to fuck them like, over. It's not a spite, you know. It's not like it's actually, yeah. Like, so there really is no gain for the Canadian government by shutting. Oh, uh, they can't like spend money on the protest. I guess their gain is keeping people from doing it. They're just saying shut up, listen to us, basically. Yeah, the Canadian. It's like the most powerful way of making people stop. Yeah, exactly, and that's just. Ridiculous. Have they gotten their bank accounts reinstated? Or uh, I'm not sure how that's been working. I'm assuming they will at some point. You know, you can't just freeze it indefinitely. But, like, even just freezing it for a limited time is, like, that's ridiculous. Especially when you were donating to, like, a cause. Like, you weren't even necessarily part of it. But you donated to it, and now all of a sudden you're in trouble. That's Why don't you just shut down the GoFundMe? Well, they did shut down the GoFundMe, and they moved to a different platform. So why don't you shut down the platform? Because, Tax, well, uh, I guess the Canadian government doesn't have the platform. Uh, power to just shut down an entire website. It sounds like they're bad, bro. Honestly. It sounds like they're overstepping their reach. Sounds like they don't have the rights to deal with the internet, but they have the rights to apparently shut down someone's bank account. Sounds... Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, so, overall, Canada just seems to be 
being very authoritarian right now, you know, just the government thinks you can do whatever it wants, and it's proven it can because it will arrest anyone who dissents, apparently. At least in America, we have the right to a peaceful protest, and they can't just arrest 190 people for protesting something. 190? Oh. I'm still moving there if we have to get drafted here. <laughs> Costa Rica looks pretty nice, though. Bro, I'm going to to Puerto Rico with Logan Paul. (laughs) Nice. All right, thanks for listening.